This is WQA Radio, a podcast from the Water Quality Association, the leading voice of the water treatment industry. Now, here's your host, Wes Bleed. Thanks, Stacy, and hello from WQA Radio. This is podcast number 20. In this program, we'll talk about the latest changes to Amazon's refrigerator filter policy. Products that are certified for material safety and structural integrity only, but have a listing note on a certifier's website, will still be allowed to be able to be sold on Amazon's website past May 10th. So this is a big change. That's Tom Spoden, the WQA Product Certification Director. We'll also have our regulatory update. We'll check in at the WQA News Desk and get this week's WQA tip. Up next, my conversation with WQA's Tom Spoden. And in this portion of WQA Radio, we're talking with Tom Spoden, who is the Director of Product Certification at WQA. Tom, nice to have you on the program again. Thank you. And we have talked to you in the past, it's been a while. Mm -hmm. I wanted to start with what has been I guess uh, some pretty good news to start this week when it comes to Amazon.com's new policy on refrigerator filters and the restrictions they had imposed. We had learned earlier uh, in April that there would be a new policy as of May 10th and some products would not be sold on Amazon.com after that date or as of that date. Now that's changed. Why don't we begin with what's been happening as of this week? Right, so WQA has been in contact with Amazon over the past month uh, to try to work through some of the issues that have been coming up. And the new change is that products that are certified for material safety and structural integrity only, but have a listing note on a certifier's website, will still be allowed to be able to be sold on Amazon's website past May 10th. So this is a big change. Uh, They will still need to go through the certification process to be able to validate the performance claims, but they'll have more time to do it. All right, so more time is the key here. More time is the key. And uh, step us through the process. You were in contact with Amazon.com. You you let them know that this was an issue for our members and for clients. Correct, yeah. There were a lot of companies and customers that were going to be really impacted by this. So we recognized this very early on and approached Amazon with this information and through a lot of back and forth with Amazon and trying to explain what was going on and how this was going to impact a lot of companies, uh, we were eventually able to convince them that that this policy change was was a good move. And how much more time do you feel Amazon is going to give some of these, again, some of the companies that now have been given uh, an extension, if you will? How much more time will they have? Amazon was not specific on how much time they were going to give, but they were very clear that they needed to be able to see movement and updates from both the company and from the certifier. So as long as the certification process is moving, uh, they should be able to remain listed on Amazon's website. All right. Now, let's move on to some other topics regarding product certification, which is a, a big deal. The gold seal, people uh, may have heard of that, uh, members certainly have, and p- members of the public perhaps uh, have heard of Gold Seal. And that's important when it comes to finding certified products, qualified products in the marketplace so that consumers know that a product is going to do what it claims to do. Correct. 
uh, in the whole field of product certification right now, how's it going this year in 2017? It's been a busy year. Uh, the Amazon issues and uh, all of the various stories about lead are still in the news. Uh, so it's been a very busy beginning to 2017. And how is the product testing going or what, what is taking up your time? Uh, obviously the Amazon thing, but what other issues are taking up your time? Definitely Amazon, uh, lead like I mentioned, uh, the 401 is a new standard that we have out uh, this year that we're testing to. And so that uh, has been taking up a lot of our time as well. Okay. When people see the gold seal, what do they or what should they understand? People should definitely understand that the gold seal is a quality process, a quality program. We take a lot of pride in that, uh, but as well as it's customer friendly. And so we're trying to be as efficient and cost effective as possible to be able to get products to market. We know that's a very big priority for every customer. Uh, getting to market is the, is the main point of getting certification. So we feel like that's a necessary idea to keep in the forefront of our staff's minds. And we have a lab here, an independent lab at WQA. Uh, tell us about how that works and how that's going. Uh, so we have our lab in our headquarters in Illinois. Uh, so we do a uh, vast majority of the testing in our laboratory here, which is, allows us to get uh, keep a lot of control of the testing and be able to give very accurate timelines and keep the costs uh, pretty manageable. All right. So let me pick up on something you said earlier that you are certifying for a new standard this year. Tell us more about that. Sure. The NSF ANSI 401 is the newest standard that's out on the market. We've seen a lot of interest in it from a lot of manufacturers and customers, and we really feel like this is going to be a, a major standard moving forward. And exactly what are you looking for? The 401 standard is for pharmaceutical reduction and endocrine disruptors. Uh, so it's the trace amounts of pharmaceuticals and other uh, drugs that are in the drinking water uh, throughout the United States. And that's that's an, an emerging issue, if it you is. will, right? It's I mean, an emerging contaminant, right? Yeah, and, and we've we've had so many pharmaceuticals out there. People are taking prescription drugs for any number of reasons. And the bad news is when they get rid of them, they're often flushing them down the toilet and, and just take us through the process. How does that affect drinking water? Correct. A good example is ibuprofen, uh, something that everybody is familiar with. A lot of people take it. Uh, like you said, if, if ibuprofen gets expired, the common instruction is to flush it down the toilet. So the whole water cycle just leads to ibuprofen eventually getting back into the drinking water and coming back around. And so. We've seen that over the course of years as it continually builds up, it eventually makes its way into people's drinking water all throughout the US. There are also some changes in the works, maybe, maybe not changes, but new certification as far as sustainability is concerned. Tell us about that. Right, we're very excited about the new module that's coming out for the sustainability program. It will be the module for ion exchange media, which will open up sustainability to a lot of customers that were really interested in it, but their products didn't qualify. And so we're really excited to be able to offer this new module and the new certification for everyone. And about how long will it be before that's ready to go? That module should be out uh, somewhere in the middle of the summer. We're not really sure yet, but somewhere in the summer. All right, and if you want more information about WQA's Gold Seal product certification, go to the website, wqa.org, and uh, one of the first tabs you'll see over there is uh, product certification and also finding certified products, which is also a very important element to the WQA website. Tom Spoden, thank you very much. Thank you. Time now for our regulatory update. 
We're joined by Kathleen Fultz, WQA's Coordinator for Regulatory and Government Affairs. Kathleen, nice to see you again, and what do you have? Thank you. So I was going to talk about the Pacific Water Quality Association. They're holding their legislative days the week of May 15th, which members participate in meetings with state legislators in Sacramento, which is the capital in California. It's a really important event because it reinforces the priorities of the industry and addresses current legislation being proposed at the state level. Uh, WQA and government affairs specifically, we really encourage all of the state associations to hold annual legislative days to continue educating politicians on our industry and most importantly, starting that education before an issue pops up. Members can also host casual events like barbecues or invite their district's representative or senator to tour their business. To help members and state associations get started, WQA has education documents that speak to consumers and, and legislator audiences under the Resource Center on WQA's website. Kathleen's always a busy time in government affairs, especially right now it seems. There's so many issues going on, and it's good to hear that there are the local and regional WQAs that are taking an active role as well. Absolutely. Time now for our WQA News Update, and to the news desk we go with Stacy Ostkutzbach. Thanks, Wes. WQA invites potential speakers to submit proposals for presentations for the Denver WQA Convention and Exposition, which will be held next March 26th through the 29th. Manufacturers with products on the market must be registered exhibitors to participate in presentations, and preferences given to WQA members. Proposals for presentations must include a title, abstract, presenter information, session type, and time required for presentation. All proposals should be submitted online at wqa.org slash convention slash presentations through June 30, 2017. Proposals will be accepted on a rolling basis and in the order they are received. Schedule space is limited and questions may be directed to education at wqa.org. This week's WQA tip, if you want to improve your responses to customer inquiries on water quality and get a taste for the Water Quality Association's online distance learning program, the MEP, you'll want to attend the Water Quality and Treatment Fundamentals MEP Workshop. Advanced registration is preferred. One of the workshops will be offered at the Florida Water Quality Association Convention in Orlando on Friday, June 9th. Another will be offered at the Missouri Water Quality Association meeting in Festus, Missouri, Wednesday, August 23rd. And a certification exam will be offered at the Florida Water Quality Association in Orlando, Saturday, June 10th. Also, be sure to check out the WQA Career Center for the latest opportunities in the water treatment industry. Look for the Careers tab on our homepage at wqa.org. And if you like the program, be sure to forward a link to a friend or colleague. We certainly would appreciate it. That'll do it for this show. For Stacy Ost-Kutzbach, this is Wes Bleed. So long from WQA Radio. You've been listening to WQA Radio, a podcast from the Water Quality Association, the leading voice of the water treatment industry. Learn more about WQA's Gold Seal product certification, professional education and certification, find certified products and water treatment providers, and find out how you can become a member, all at wqa.org. Thanks for listening. <music>